Hi guys. Uh, Chris is on special assignment this week, so also Chris here bringing in bringing in. What the fuck am I saying? Um, taking over the reins is, I think, the phrase I was looking for this week of hosting duties. Captaining the ship. Captaining the ship would have been good because he goes by Captain Flanet online. That would have been good. Damn it. First mate, also Chris. First mate, also assuming Chris. duties. <laughs> Assuming duties. Do you need a, do you need a job? Because I heard yeah, a I, I guess happening. you know. I guess I'm letting you host this week. Um, I've done this before. So, as always, when when you know when Chris is out and I got to take over, I always bring in uh, the third leg of the show. Good friend, Justin. How are you, baby? I'm fantastic. Thank Wonderful. you again. Thank you again. Always good to have you here. And if you heard the other voice in the background a moment ago, we have. Meat Wedge <laughs> from the Replay Rewind podcast. I'm going to fuck up and call her Rennie, so sorry. That's okay. As long as I don't call you Trent, everything's okay. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anything but that. Right. So, yeah, how are you guys? Good. Great. Good, yeah. good. Appreciate you guys coming on with me, and we're going to talk some bullshit and do some other things uh might change up the order i sent you guys both and we'll we'll talk the first thing first and then we'll do the okay the round talk and telling others telling each other what we should do uh at the end of the show (laughs) so um not friends if you don't do it yeah yeah fuck you guys um (laughs) so yeah sorry i like i don't know why like it's been a busy day and like got home like i literally just got home about 20 minutes before you showed up like oh shit and when i showed up you were playing goat simulator i was i was playing goat simulator and the first thing i have to do every time i turn that game on is get used to the controls again because i feel like they're jank on purpose Yes. But it's like a jank that only takes like half a minute to get used to but like every time i boot up the game i feel like an idiot <laughs> Why am I jumping so high? Well, like, why is the goat running sideways? Why is, you know, I almost said he, but, you know, I don't know. It could be, could be a girl goat. Who knows? It, cha- it, it can change. That's the thing. It's an amorphous goat. Yeah, it's an amorphous goat or occasionally an amorphous giraffe. Correct. So. Which is just a tall goat. <laughs> yeah, tall goat. I'm sorry. Not a giraffe. Tall goat. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Y'all are doing good. I know you just you just got back from Chi Town. I did. Um, I went to Chicago, and all I did was buy DVDs and toys, which is kind of <laughs> what I do when, yeah. when I'm here. <laughs> but it was a, in a different city, and I was shopping with people it's I love and friends. Yeah. So yeah, are they cool. better in Chicago? The DVDs. The for well, sure. well, I, I for sure. Uh, the oh. DVDs are better in Chicago. Tell me the story you went to. She'll be happy. I went to a disc replay. Yeah! And and I was I was blown away by the fact that they had separated all of their, like, Vinegar Syndrome, Arrow, Shout Factory, Scream Factory, Steelbooks. Like, they were all, all the boutique shit was in separate cases, which I was like, oh, okay, because I'm, yeah. I'm a nerd for that stuff. Yeah. So anytime that you can organize it like that, I'm on board. So, yeah, I spent a bunch of money there. <laughs> it's yeah. easy to do. <laughs> uh, yeah, I spent a lot... When we had a disc replay here, I spent a lot of money there. Yeah. Um, and I was always bummed when you weren't working. Yeah. Like, I would go in, and you just wouldn't be there, and I'd be like, well, I'm still going to buy shit, but at least, <laughs> like, you know, I'd be able to like, converse with you for a little bit when I came by. Right. But, um, 
And then, like, it closed up shop here in 2013? Yeah, so long ago. Like, because it was open for five years, and now it's been closed longer than it was open. So it was at least... That's crazy. I know. I'm... There is a part of me that is kind of glad that it closed, because if it hadn't, I'd probably still be working there. <laughs> it was so easy. It was just the easiest job, but, you You'd know. You'd be running the place. Maybe. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. District Play. Mm-hmm. You just celebrated your 24th birthday? Oh, thank you. I'm 35. <laughs> but, I, honestly, I would not I would not be 24 again. Nah. For, I'm, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm all just, good there, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, all, I'm all good. Yep. Uh, there's a reason that only happens once. Yeah. 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 I'm much happier with long hair and a full beard as opposed to just that, like, the <laughs> shitty buzz cut and, like, only, only, no, not even mustache. Just the goatee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're all happier, too. Yeah. No, no. I, <laughs> anyone who has to look at me probably feels better about this situation now. So, um, but, you know, one of the first things I kind of wanted to touch on this week was you host a movie podcast. As I said, Replay Rewind. Yeah. Tell the people a little bit about it. So, we talk about kids' movies from 2000 or before. Okay. And that, I mean, that can be anything. We've done all the way back to, like, Lady and the Tramp. And then, you know, more recent stuff. What was the one episode? Didn't you guys recently, you told me you were doing True Romance? Yeah, so on our <laughs> Patreon, we cover not kids' movies. Yes. Um, so, for for Valentine's Day, we did True okay, Romance. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... That's the paid content. Yeah, because you messaged me and you were like, yeah, getting ready to talk about, you know, the wonderful children's yeah. movie, True <laughs> Romance. Yeah. Gary Oldman's so endearing. <laughs> God. Yeah. He's so good in that, though. Um, He's so good in everything. It's true. But yeah, and so now we've kind of, recently we've kind of expanded into talking about also what is going on in the world the same time that the movie came out oh nice so for instance last month we just did batman because it came out on my first birthday so i was like yeah birthday bros and so we talked about what was going on in the world in june of 1989 and then lead up to batman we learned a lot about clowns see entertainment and history exactly it's a it's a worthwhile show thank you you're welcome much like wu-tang you're for the children (laughs) And uh, if you pay, well, not for the children. Yeah, yeah the show is not for children either way. <laughs> Don't, no, no. <laughs> it's just the subject matter. Yes. Right. Yeah, but definitely not. <laughs> um, yeah, because you get to some spicy places. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and you and I are constantly talking movies. Yes. Um, yes. I sent you pictures from Chicago of like, look what I got yeah. when I was buying DVDs. <laughs> Just nice. picked up my first steelbook or first 4K steelbook. Yep, great choice too. Yeah, Paranorman. Great, oh yeah, great choice. I love yep. that movie. Um, so I kind of want to like flip the script, and this is something uh, Chris and I have talked about before, but I wanted to get kind of like a couple fresh things in here, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start by telling a story that's actually not mine. Um, my dear friend of the show, Travis, you know Travis, uh, basically I would describe Travis as like a full-on cinephile, like has a room larger than my bedroom in his house dedicated to just his movie collection. Mm-hmm. And he uh, was working at, I think it was the Dollar Theater or either, um, I don't think it was like the art house yet, but it was the Carmike or the Cinemark over in Lexington Green. Uh-huh. And he caught two people in the theater having sex. 
And so, you know, they, they turned the house lights up. Travis walked in, had to be like, hey, I need y'all to leave, blah, blah, blah. You know, you can't be doing this in here. Mm-hmm. He goes into his trig class at college the next day. No. And the girl sits down next to him. Oh, boy. Yeah. You want to talk about embarrassing moments, that has got to be one. And, but I don't know if she pieced it together, but, like, Travis is just like, I felt, like, secondhand awkwardness for her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've never been caught having sex in a theater or had sex in a theater or caught people having sex in a theater. But, um, so I want to talk about, like, that's probably that girl's worst theater experience. Probably. Sure. Maybe also her best, too, but, um, both sides of that coin. So, like, what would you say, I don't know, what, what were some of your worst theater experiences? Like, was it just loud people or yeah. shitty sound or... Definitely loud people because I went and saw Get Out twice in a week and both times there were people very close to me talking the whole movie. And I was uh. like, okay, what? B- both times? <laughs> like the, the first time it was this group of girls who had brought like blankets and like, which I get, you know, sometimes you're cold or whatever, but they were making a day of it, which is fine. But like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was complaining to my family because I was like, oh my God, you know, me and my best friend just went and saw this movie. It was incredible. You guys have to go see it. I want to go see it again. Like, it's amazing. Let's go see it. Uh, hopefully, there won't be loud people in the theater this time. And Jinx. there were. And I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. Out loud to those people. <laughs> I was like, I'm just not having it. But yeah, that or um, recently when my brother and I, which this isn't the movie theater's fault, it's just my brother's fault, went to go see James Bond and he read the map of the theater backwards and bought us tickets in the front row. And I was like, why does this row uh, exist? You can't see the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. why are happening. those even seats? Don't know. Force Awakens. Uh, first time I'm seeing like... A, the first time I'm seeing a brand new Star Wars movie on the big screen in what? 12 years? 10 years? Mm-hmm. Whenever episode 3 came out? Yeah. Right. The 501st in town basically were given a bunch of tickets. I was just told, hey, show up, blah, blah, blah. Me and my buddy Eric got seats A1 and A2. Ugh. Mm. Thankfully, I had the entire... I, I took the next day off, too, so I got like my real experience the next day when I went to like a 2 o'clock show and sat in like the middle of a half-empty theater, which I thought was weird, because I really thought it was going to be, like... Packed all the time. Packed all day, every day, that first weekend it was open. Um, But, yeah, like, got my real experience there. But, no, I feel you on the the front row shit sucks. Yeah, no, it's terrible. We ended up, we were just like, okay, we'll wait till it kind of fills up a little and then see where it's empty, and we ended up sitting in row B, which was marginally better. But my dad was like, I can't handle this, and he went and found a seat by himself (laughs) way in the back, (laughs) which I was like, good for you, you know? (laughs) You should. He was the one who was most excited for James Bond, which actually, like, made it, this is slightly spoilers, sorry if you haven't seen the most recent James Bond movie. Do you care? Nope. Did you go see it? Nope. Go for it. No, well, so, we don't like James Bond on this yeah. show. You heard me talk about that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, well, so at the end of the movie, they blow up James Bond. Like, he's dead. Nice. Which, like, whatever. You know, oh, yeah. he's been around for so long. Who cares? I didn't really care that much. It was a good movie, and then they, like, fucking kill James Bond. But my poor father, who's been watching James Bond since, like, the 60s, mm. just comes, like, we just see him from all the way at the top of the theater, just coming down the stairs, and he gets to us, and he's like, they killed James Bond! <laughs> he was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he was like, you can't do that. But it was just funny to watch. You could tell he was mad coming down the stairs. Ooh. 
Oh, yeah, the angry, da- angry dad walking oh, yeah. full force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, I just can't yeah. wait to get to my children who are in the second row and tell them how mad I am. I have to trudge down there and express my <laughs> anger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now even the James Bond fandom is not immune to... I know! <laughs> to it was shocking, but... The know. death of, of the main character. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Big Dog? Oh, uh, worst theater experience that don't involve drugs or alcohol? <laughs> Yes. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, it's just it like loud people or people who, like, we've all been in those theaters that the person has to explain what's going on to the other person. It's like oh people God. just like, I don't know. And it's happened more often recently than it has in the past. And I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. Because I've been seeing movies pretty regularly uh, all of 2022. And it happened every other movie where someone was just like, like you could hear this like quiet murmuring and then like rustling and just fucking around and like them just sort of back and forth. And then, you know, you would see the light on their cell phone Mm -hmm. illuminate, you know, their face or whatever, and then go out and like just shit like that. Like there's been, it's like people can't sit and fucking focus on the movie. Yeah. There's just this constant like shit going on. Right. With them. And I just I don't understand why that is so prevalent now, where it's like just fucking sit and watch, yeah. just sit and watch a movie. And if you can't do that, maybe the theater is not for you. Correct, correct. He, he dad glared at this group of four <laughs> people when we went to go see the Flash. Okay, so. yeah, uh, good, good. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Uh, the Flash. Say what you want about that movie. Um, part of the horrible experience was watching the fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> but the other part was, yeah, there was some woman like up and to the right of me who was just sort of just talking to her homies the whole time and we saw them come up because we went to movie tavern so we saw them come up the stairs mm-hmm. and they all were holding like two beers a piece there was mm. like four of them yeah right and so they were they were and i'm sure they they looked like they were pre-gaming already yeah because you know i always feel like i need to pre-game a movie sure especially the fucking flash <laughs> they just knew right away. I mean, I'm sure the they had a great so time. Bad. Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing, though. It's like, it's your money, too, that you are wasting, because you're not paying attention. You have yeah. no idea what's going on. Yeah. So you're ruining everyone's experience, including your own. Just stay home. Right, right. That's Yeah, that speaks to other issues that you have. Like, quick side note, my homie Tank in Cincinnati, he's like, he, he loves to go to comedy shows. Yeah. But he said, on the routine, there are people who just get fucking blitzed out of their minds at these comedy shows that you have to pay, you know, 50, 60, 100 bucks a ticket to see. Right. And they're just out of their minds and they're causing a ruckus and they're, they're, they shut the place down basically because yeah. they have to fucking kick them out. Right. So it's like, yeah, you're ruining it for yourself. Just get and smashed else. and watch Netflix stand ups. You can be as loud as you want. In your house. You can be as loud as you want. <laughs> you're in your not going to remember this experience. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so yeah. So terrible experiences are just sort of like, and it's the small shit like that that gets on my nerves. Like, it really mm-hmm. grates on me. I would, if someone is being an asshole, you can just stand up and say, hey, stop being a jerk or and go get somebody. Yeah. But people who just sort of, yeah. And then I did the glare. <laughs> and then there was like a minute or two of silence and then back to the. You barked on at one point or something. I did. I did. I did turn around and sort of like do the half stand up and just go, really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Stop. like we were all suffering. We were all watching the fucking flash. 
So, and for them to just be chattering the whole time, like, I get it, I understand why you're bored, this is a piece of shit, but you're making it worse for everyone. Yeah. I was talking to uh, my buddy's wife, and she was like, I really liked it. And I just turned to her and I go, The Flash is a bad Spider-Man movie. Oh, It's not even that. Yeah. But, like, it was like that glass-breaking moment in her head, and I was like, tell me you wouldn't have thought that movie was immensely better if it was Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah. He even did the Spider-Man split jump. Mm Mm-hmm. Dumb. Okay, here's here's what's important to me and what yeah. I need to know. Was Michael Keaton good in it? Yes. yes. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I care uh, about. Yep. No, but like the hour before him <laughs> is painful. <laughs> uh, Arduous. Yeah. yeah. Um, Arduous. So, worst for me, I've... Uh, so, I was coming down with a sinus infection in 2008... And wasn't feeling real good. And this is before they started doing like screenings at like yeah. eight or quick, nine p.m. Quick side note: I've noticed in being both friends with you and listening to your podcast, you remember every time you're sick. <laughs> it's that is uncanny. <laughs> so I'm coming down with a sinus infection. I still somehow get convinced to go see a midnight screening of the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk movie. Oh boy! Which first wow. off, wow. Yeah. So I'm not feeling well. The movie doesn't start until like 12.05. 30 minutes of trailers. Movie starts at like 2.30. I'm supposed to be at work at noon the next day. And like the instant I commit to going to this movie, I'm like, I'm calling in tomorrow. Yeah. Um, So. (laughs) Sickness be damned. (laughs) No. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. When did the Edward Norton Hulk come out? That was 2003. No, the Edward Norton one, not the Eric Bana. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, two, no. <laughs> no, that was 2008, because it yeah. came out the same time as Iron Man, okay. like two weeks after Iron Man. Yeah. So, I ended up like, I, I just knew I was calling in. Just knew I was done. So, um, I don't feel well. I'm not excited about this movie. Everyone cheers for the fucking Indiana Jones 4 trailer, which... <laughs> jerk off hand motion. And... They showed the movie out of order. How does that work? I don't know. But it was like, real one was fine. Beginning beginning was good. Then it jumps to real, like... So if there are four movies, it basically go... Or if there are like four or five reels, it's basically like real one, real two, real three. Part of all of real four, back to real three, real five. So this was not a digital theater, obviously. I, this was the old movie tavern. Okay, yeah, so this was, yeah, pre-digital. Um, so everything got shown out of order, and yeah. I'm like, sick, the movie sucks. And, like, I just remember being so incredibly angry when I'm, like, we all, like everyone in the theater realized at the same time that they'd shown it out of order, and we were yeah. all just kind of like... Because... You think they're cutting to a flashback because it would have made sense for them to come like to cut to a flashback because it's when Abomination is like jumping up and getting ready to come down yeah. the Hulk, and it cuts. But it, the thing it cut to kind of made sense in the moment. Okay. But then when it went on for longer than like <laughs> three minutes, we were all just kind of like, "This isn't a flashback." They fucked this up. <laughs> they really <laughs> fucked this up. Yeah. Um. So like. And then, you know, I remember thinking, like, do I, do I want to, do I, do I, do, do I go see it? Mm. So I started feeling better the next week. Girl I was seeing at the time, she and I decided to go, and we were leaving. She goes, so what did you think this time? And I go, really mad I gave that movie money twice. 
It was uh, better out of order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, outside of that, like, I can't think of anything else that was just, uh, oh, well, uh, I don't know. Uh, that, that might make one of my best of things, but we'll get, we'll get there shortly. Um, but I'm kind of with you. If people just don't shut the fuck up or like the people who don't turn down their brightness on their phone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, saw loud eaters. Like, just, like, open-mouth popcorn chewers. Oh, my God. Chewers. Did you guys see... Oh, fuck. What was the movie called? The Collector? No. I saw The Collector. Yeah, I mean, I've seen The Collector and The Collection. I've seen both of them. Disgusting. I mean, it's just... It's just gore. Okay. Yeah, it's the whole porn. time. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, it's the person who directed Saw 4, 5, and 6. Yeah. And I got... Just... That's not my thing. I got, okay. like, sort of tricked into seeing it. So there were, like, six of us, and we're all just like, Ugh. Like, I don't know why we stayed, but we were all just so grossed out. And then the last dude in our party was just munching down on nachos <laughs> so loudly the whole time. It made it so much worse. <laughs> yeah. They weren't even his. They were somebody else's oh, food like that they were like, his fingertips this is disgusting. I can't the- <laughs> keep eating these because this movie is gross. He was like, I'll eat them. <laughs> um, but... So fun fact about that, it, it initially finger around the cheese. Yeah, like, it initially started as a saw prequel, and then they're like, "This is so good, we can make it its own thing." It was not good. It was disgusting. No, it's it, dumb. It, it's gore porn, and we and I have talked about this. Like, I love horror. Like, I absolutely love scary movies. Right. I hate like the gore porn genre. I just yeah. watched Hostel and Hostel Two for the first time within like the past couple years. Yeah, and like. It, if gore can serve a purpose, like Evil Dead, like 2013, sure. I, think, I think the gore serves a purpose there. Yeah. But, like, Hostile, it's just pointless. And then, like, I, I think I told you, like, the worst part about that was, like, the, the part that made me squirm the most is the flagrant use of a certain F-slur mm. because it was an early 2000s movie. Sure. And about how every joke ended with, like, a gay insult. Mm-hmm. Um, like that was the only part that really bugged me. I was like, were they just going for a record? Like, <laughs> if you asked me to list like my most like the movies that I think are the most homophobic, it's like Hostel is up here, man. <laughs> like, just couldn't get into it. Didn't like it. Gore porn's not for me. So, no. gore works best when it's either sinister or cartoony. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah, really that's a no, great way to put that. There's really no middle, yeah. I think. Because yeah. then you're just like, it's, yeah, yeah, doesn't mean anything. Well, and it has to be like, if it's the whole plot of the movie is it's just like, it's gore. Then you're like, yeah. that's not a story. You haven't well, told yeah. a story. You yeah, just well, wanted to cut people up. Like the first two Saw movies, I, I thought were, were good stories because they weren't just focused on right. buckets of pointless blood. But then like, when the trailers just started like using... Uh, the lines of "Oh yes, there will be blood" and like that yeah. kind of crap, and I'm like, I don't want to see a movie for like the gore content. Yeah. Yup. But anyway, so we we did that. So talk to me about like some of your favorite times, like best theater experiences. Um, well, I do have my best, and then I just have like other theater experiences. Okay. Okay. So the best, uh, May 29th, 1983. That is when I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater that was the first ever Star Wars movie I saw in the theater I was six I would be I would turn seven that August and that was the first time I experienced like real movie magic Mm -hmm. I was just that's when I got hooked so it was a Sunday yeah and we were we were visiting my grandmother in Cookville Tennessee from we had driven up from Florida 
and we'd stayed all that summer or that we'd stayed all that month and then at the end of the month it was Jedi time yeah was that your light at the end of the tunnel that was it yeah that was it but I mean I was six at the time so I didn't I didn't really have it's not like I had a job to do or anything (laughs) (laughs) things were pretty good things were pretty chill uh, but no, that was it. That's, that's the best. So incredibly wholesome. I just like yeah. genuinely love that. Yeah. Yeah. Meat wedge. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to think. I honestly, this is going to be surprising, but I don't go to the movies that often. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of movies. I didn't before I started a movie podcast, and I was like, oh, I got to watch movies now. I guess. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, I'm trying to think. When we, um, I think my favorite like movie memories are just when we were kids and my mom would take us to like the dime store in town which makes me sound really old mm. five and dime yeah literally yeah. the five and she'd Reversals. be like Here, yes here's this way to dox me dude here's this bag you can have a dollar's worth of candy which of the five and dime was a lot yep. and so we got oh, yeah. pick out whatever we wanted and yeah. my mom also made popcorn at home and snuck it in it's yeah. like this is the way to go to the movies she would take like a bunch of us which was really cool um, but I'm trying to think the last time that a movie just like totally rocked me was I think Gone Girl mm. I don't know if you mm-hmm. either like mm-hmm. which I just went with my friend and at the end of it we both just kind of sat there and we were like what do we do now <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm a different person <laughs> right I yeah my life is great yeah <laughs> I mean you're like you walk out of that and you're like man I, I should do some other things for other people yeah <laughs> that yeah. was me watching Buried the Ryan Reynolds movie yeah uh, where like the movie ended, and I just turned to my friend and I was like, "I want to call my mom and yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, tell her I love her." Yeah, um, yeah. I had that experience with Saving Private Ryan too. Yeah. I was like, "I don't deserve to be here." Uh, like, after I gotta those, make some after, changes. Yeah, I gotta make some changes. With those people went through. Oof. So I'm I'm gonna kind of rapid fire these. Uh, I've got three. That okay, are, like my favorite ones. Okay. Um, Avengers opening weekend mm. or like opening week. Uh, I mentioned Travis. He he worked at the Fayette Mall. They were getting ready to screen it. I it was I'd had my last day at Walgreens. I had two weeks off before I started my new job. I was fucking stoked. <laughs> so um, Prime on. I get this I get this call from Trav and he's like, Hey, we're gonna screen the movie at eleven thirty tonight. Do you wanna come? I was like, Sure. Sitting across from me is the girl I'm dating at the time and I'm like, Can I bring can I bring my girlfriend? Please, if you say no, it's okay. I'm still going to be there, but, like, <laughs> please. And he's like, yeah, 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 that's fine, that's fine. And I had plans to go see it with my homie Kyle. And I was like, do I even tell him I saw it? What do I do? And I was, like, kind of talking to Travis about it. He was just calling. So, like, I call him at, like, 11.15. I was like, what are you doing, man? He goes, ah, oh, just sitting on the couch, wondering when, wondering how early we're going to have to get there for Avengers tomorrow. And I was like, so, what if you just come to the mall? <laughs> he goes, why? I go, because... Travis and them were about to, like, screen Avengers, and they say we can watch it. And I hear him, like, shooting off of his couch. <laughs> Phone just goes, like, <laughs> hits the floor. He yeah. lived at those apartments across from Cheddar's. Oh. He is at the mall within ten minutes. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. from being on his couch to standing in front of me yeah. is, like, sub that. ten minutes. Yeah, he's, he's got, got two it. different shoes on. He's like, I don't care, let's go. Uh, <laughs> um, late December... 2015, uh, seeing a Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. seeing a new Star Wars movie in theaters with my dad. Yeah. Um, you know, he's the man who introduced me to Star Wars. Uh, and, <laughs> like, I've I've only ever cried at one movie in my entire life. But, well, yeah, no, seriously, only yeah. one. Um, and it 
almost got me when they when they kill Han. Yeah. And Dad, I just hear him out of the corner of like my ear. I just hear him go, "No." Uh, and I was like, "Fuck!" Uh, yeah. Like I'm getting like emotional, like yeah, thinking yeah. about it right now. Yeah, and yeah. then um, my most recent one got to see Dawn of the Dead on big screen. The original one. It was when Regal had that like blah 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 anniversary and they showed it in 3D for the first time yeah me and a few friends go we're the only four people in the theater so we spend the entire movie kind of moving around seeing where the 3D looks the coolest oh yeah that's cool and you know we were just talking about how much row B sucks yeah no. <laughs> not for 3D? No. Not for Dawn of the Dead in 3D. That shit was fucking amazing. Um, like, no, we had an absolute blast with it. And, yeah, like, it was it was so killer. It was so killer. It was so much fun. And, you know, like, everyone talks about Return of, or Night of the Living Dead is, like, you know, the OG one. But, like, if you think, like, true, classic, influential zombie movies, Dawn yeah. of the Dead is number one. Yeah. So, and I'd, you know, I'd never seen it on big screen. Yeah. So that was just fucking sick. Oh, yeah. going Getting to see those, like, whenever the Kentucky does those, like, you know. Yeah. Got to see Breakfast Club, which was, like, mm-hmm. so important to me as a teen, you know. Yep. Like, so that was really cool. Yep. Saw Fear and Loathing, which made me physically ill to see it that big. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, can, much. I can see it. Yeah, that should be there. a small movie. Went and uh, when some of my friends were going to UK, this was oh six oh seven. Um, they found out that the drama club on campus in one of the theater, maybe at the Singletary or something, I can't remember where it was. They screened the Warriors, which is yeah one of my all time yeah, yeah. favorite movies. Um. So, like, I, I told my buddies about it. We had, like, or my friends told me about it. We had, like, two weeks. We dressed up. Not as the Warriors. We went as our own gang, so we were all dressed in pink. Oh, my God. Nice. nice. Yeah. Did but you no. have a name for your gang? I can't remember what it was. We did, but I can't recall. Yeah. Uh, I do yeah. have... Um, yeah, I want to hear the weird stories. Okay. Know. Well, I went... Uh, when I was in college, uh, I would go to the movies... Like almost every day, because um, there was like a cheap theater a block away from where I was living. Um, but my friend and I, he was a huge like Michael Crichton nerd. Mm-hmm. Like, see, so he read all the books, read all the stuff. So when that film, The Thirteenth Warrior, came out, you remember that with Antonio with Antonio Banderas, yeah. right? It's based on a Michael Crichton book. Mm. So we went to the theater, but before we went to the theater, we Hung out in the parking lot, right? Shocker. Do, doing what you do. <laughs> doing what we do. Shocker, right? So we we emerge from the cloud inside the car, <laughs> and and he's like, "Man, I'm 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 super so stoked for this movie, Justin. I'm so stoked." I was like, "Cool, Brad, let's do this thing." So we walk up, and we get tickets, and and I and he goes before me, and he goes, "One for Eaters of the Dead, please." <laughs> and she get the. The girl on the counter, she's like, excuse me? <laughs> he goes, one for Eaters of the Dead. And she goes, I'm sorry, what? And I was like, the 13th Warrior, dude. You want, you want, he wants one for the 13th Warrior. She's like, okay. <laughs> and that was when I knew Brad couldn't handle his smoke. <laughs> and when at that moment in the movie, when, when Antonio figures it out, he leans over and goes, he figured it out. <laughs> he listened to him around the fire, and now he speaks. He's like, "Cool, man." 
Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, April 26, 2002, my 17th birthday. <laughs> Little movie o- opened called Jason X. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, one of my friends was working at, it was the original movie tavern. It was a Cinemark at the time over off of Richmond Road. And he was like, show up, tickets on me, we'll get you in. So, uh, we emerge from the cloud. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- show IDs, whatever, blah, 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 get in. Thinking, opening day, new horror movie, new Jason, packed. We're the only six motherfuckers in the theater. Oh my god, what a blessing. Yeah. That's the best way to do it, because then you right? can talk to your friends and oh, not feel like an asshole. Completely. Yeah. And when you and your homies get a theater to yourself and you did not expect it, yeah. man, yeah. So, but, uh, you know, I kind of bring up those experiences. Do, I'm sorry, did you have any weird, like, cloud experiences of the movies? <laughs> um, no. <laughs> well, I, I will say this. Uh, the first time I saw episode one, The Phantom Menace, out of my mind on Mushrooms. Uh, and it was oh. great. Um, and then, Jar Jar sounds terrifying on psychedelics. No, he was he was fine. The, the, the craziest part was the pod race. Yeah. Um, God, yeah. And then I saw it the next day. Sober and went. Ugh. <laughs> Boo. I don't remember. Uh, I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, I had a religious experience when when Darth Maul fired up his two lightsabers. Hell yeah. That first night, but twelve-year-old yeah. me did too. So. Yeah. Of course, I was I was the kid. I had asthma when I was a kid. Uh, if this is too much, let me know. But I so I had to sit out. Stop getting personal, right, Justin. I had to sit out. Uh, you know. PE and stuff. So I would sit under a tree, and I always, I always thought how cool it would be to have a lightsaber with. The, that's a door, yeah. man. You're you're bringing the feels out this yeah, show. I like it, man. I'm here for it. That's what therapy's done. <laughs> Fist bump for mental health. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. So yeah, I brought up like the theater experiences, good, bad, cloud in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you just gave me a look when I said in bad or like good, cloud. bad, cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. You know, like, everything shut down for about a year in 2020. You could mm. do the small thing where you could rent theaters, that sort of thing. Did have a cool experience that me and some homies rented a theater and watched Scream. Nice. That was awesome. But, like, when they reopened, full crowds, blah, 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 blah. Like, and I think we also got spoiled by having a lot of stuff do that same day streaming and theater stuff. Yeah. Yes. Um, Because I'm... Always, if the option's there and it's like, hey, do you want to go pay money and be around strangers? Or do you want to see the exact same movie at home where you can pause it if you need to go pee? Yeah, you don't have to wear pants. Yeah. (laughs) Justin and I never do when we have movie night. Um, Why would you? Right. So. Well, my whole thing is like, if you put it on streaming and I like it and your movie is good, guess what? I'll pay to go see it. Right. Yeah. Um, That's just it. That's. But, like, so... The theater experience is now, like, have, you, have your thoughts on it changed? Oh, like, yeah. And have, like, do you feel it's different now than it was before? Mm-hmm. And, like, do you enjoy the movies as much as you, as you used to? I mean, I, I would say that I enjoy them about the same, which okay. is sometimes I remember it's a thing you can do. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the last movie I saw in theaters. I think it was Bullet Train, which so fucks. sick. Yep. <laughs> Talk about gore yep. that is like necessary, yeah, and perfect, and like yeah, yeah, cartoony, cartoony. cartoony. It, it it adds the 
per the right amount. Yes. Yep. Um. So I mean, yeah, it's still like it's a thing that I do, but I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say it's terribly different for me okay. as an experience. Yeah, I mean, I think I you know I go back to what I was talking about earlier. I think it's now more people just like want to talk to their friends that are in the theater with them, and yeah. there's no sort of like there's no shared. Like experience, yeah. I think we've regressed to how they were in like the forties, fifties, and sixties, where yeah. it's more of a social experience or a social thing than actually going to enjoy the movie, right? And I think you know because movie theaters are struggling, obviously, and you know the whole thing with like <clears throat> not every movie can be a blockbuster. Like that's that's the whole point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's called a blockbuster because it it outperforms. Everything else. So when you have every movie that is supposed to outperform every other movie, it's just this fucking insanity that yeah. nobody can, can grasp. The, the summer blockbuster season just pisses me off. Right. Mm-hmm. So people are like, well, the theaters aren't making as much money as they used to. It's like, well, yeah, because you don't have any of those mid-level movies that, that people want to come see, you know, that that would make revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think the lack of the those is part of the big problem but I think the way to fix that is kind of what some of the theaters are doing with the retro cinema stuff yeah where you can go see Jaws mm-hmm. and shit like that on the big screen I think that's how you save it yeah, yeah. Um, you know and I but I think that that should be more shit like that should should happen every week and not just on like Sundays and Tuesdays right yeah. right you should be able to go Friday Saturday Sunday and watch Jaws whenever you want yeah or whenever they're showing it. Going right? back to that uh, Night of the, or Dawn of the Dead, they showed it for like three weeks straight. Every day they had a showing at like four and at like seven thirty. See, perfect, perfect. And I, I've said this, and like I think Lexington was just strangely ahead of the curve on this. Like when we had the art house theater for those couple of years, mm-hmm. loved it, went all the time. We didn't have enough hipsters in this town to make it, like, <laughs> something that was viable at that point. We do now. And, like, right. honestly, I would love, it, like, if Movie Tavern just turned half their fucking screens into, like, art house shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if, if there was a theater that would that would do, that would, like, turn into a midnight movie house mm-hmm. on the weekend or whatever or at once a month. Yeah. You know? Like double, midnight movie, double feature, shit like that. Like that's how you that's how you turn it back into a social experiment. Like mm-hmm. if I'm watching a movie, like if I'm watching Jaws and it's in a room full of, of strangers and everybody wants to talk, fine. Yeah, yeah I've it's seen that Jaws. Movie. Yeah. It's Jaws. I've seen that right. movie a thousand times. Yeah. But now we like if you're there to see Jaws, then you came for a reason. Yeah. So if we're talking, then we can all talk to each other. Yes. And we we all have this shared experience again. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a. Yeah. If it's Blade 2, everyone sit down and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I ain't seen that movie on big screen in 22 years. Um, no, yeah. I, I really like that thought. Um, and well, I, and I will say, one of the one of the, the most wholesome things was a uh, friend of the show, Sean Pryor. Um, his bachelor party was back in November of 2022. Mm-hmm. And when we were organizing it, I was like, yo, we're going to take you to the movies. And this is when Wakanda Forever was open. Mm. So he just assumed we were going to see Wakanda Forever. And we get to the movie theater, and I had organized for a DVD to be put in, and it was the original Tron. Because he had never, that was his favorite movie, and yeah. he, he never got a chance to see it on the big screen. Yeah. So uh, when that when the DVD menu came up, I, he was just like, what? 
And that was real good to like yes. have like no, to, oh, that's to be able to. No, 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 so no, no. It was good for you. You weren't. You didn't have Bryce asleep <laughs> blocking you from the rest of the group. That's who's true. chatting and everything. I got like that's true. Ken, Justin, Pryor, a couple other dudes, and Bryce <laughs> asleep right here, and then no one, and then no one. Yeah. It's no one to my right. You could have gotten up. Yeah, it wasn't for you, okay? It was RBA. <laughs> I know, I know that. But no, that's such a good point. Like, there are so many movies that... Because now I'm like, I don't want to take the time and the money to go see this movie that I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Sure. But I'm much more likely sure. to go see movies that I know I love and be yeah. like, I've never seen it, you know? Right? The way... And, and imagine, like, being able to go to a breakfast club, like... In cosplay and shit, yes. right? Like going to see a movie like that yeah. with with a bunch of people who are fans of it. And yes, now we yeah, can all be Yeah, we're all like, here because we know we yes. love it. And yeah. we love it like a lot. Like yes. That was in 04 when Shaun of the Dead released in the States. Yeah. It yeah. had been out in Britain and Europe and everything. My cousin had a region-free DVD player, so I'd already seen Shaun of the Dead twice. Mm-hmm. I was pulling everyone to the goddamn theater. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I saw it four or five times in theaters <laughs> just because I was like, no, like, it's going... Oh, Kentucky's doing it at midnight? I'll be there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shit like that's just so much fun, and I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Like, there's so much stuff that I would love to go see if someone was like... You imagine if they put Jason X on the big screen again? Yeah, for well, us? I mean, we went to see <laughs> Trick or Treat last year. Yeah, like that was a that was a big one because I I did not get to see that uh, theatrically, no. and it's you know it's a it's a mainstay at at in Halloween season for me. So seeing that on the big screen was was amazing, you know. And so like that's how you make it special, is you you bring back the the cult mm-hmm. of cult movies, mm-hmm. you know. Yep, absolutely. Give them a chance. So the three of us also have kind of differing things we're all into, kind of like, uh, you know, our hobbies and interests. I know you and I share a lot, mm-hmm. but are you pointing your Carmex at me? I just, I have to fidget. Okay. Otherwise, I'm going to make a lot of noise. Okay. <laughs> um, so. It's yours, actually. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, so I really kind of wanted to bring back another old classic thing that. Chris and I do that what's been kind of a staple of the Friends with Benefits podcast for our three and a half years. Woo! Bravo. Uh, coming up on episode 200 in just a few weeks, whenever that's going to be. I know we changed up our numbering at this point because we mm. can. Um, so, Two really. Bills, Chris. <laughs> I know, man. It's, it's weird. I'm excited <laughs> for it, though. So let's talk, um, you know, I really wanted us to bring, everyone bring something to the table and, like, recommend a couple things to everyone else. Yeah. Uh, I am going to go last, and we're just going to kind of do this round-robin style, and we'll talk about, like, if someone else has seen, watched, read, whatever, played. Uh, We'll kind of go from there. Wedge, you're up. (laughs) Wedge! Okay. Well, hmm, I don't know. What? How? Where should I start? Yeah. Like, what have you? Yeah. What have you? What have you imbibed lately? Or, oh. Um, hmm. You know. I've been really into. I think it's good for my brain playing games on my Switch, where the goal is to put things where they go. Ooh. So I played one called Unpacking. 
which is very cute. You literally just go through this person's life and you unpack boxes into every new apartment that they move into. Does it look like and Cooking so Mama? Like, it sounds like it would look like Cooking Mama. Um, yeah, I mean, very like cute and pixely yeah, 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 and just yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, and it's okay. really cute to watch. There are some things that she brings with her every time, you know, okay. it's like, and this has to go here and then. Other things that, like, okay, this shelf is for souvenirs from cities that I've been to, and you add a new one oh, every man. apartment. And it's just, yeah. it's so, like, chill and so, yeah, so nice. And so if you're just feeling like everything is a little bit out of whack, like, it's a really good, it's just a re- very calming and very, like, sure. put things where they go. Because that's same all thing, you have to worry about. Yeah, it's just, where does this go? Where does this fit? And then in that same vein, there's a game called A Little to the Left, which is kind of the same way, where it's like, figure out the pattern of all these things and mm. put them where they go. Okay. And it's just... Okay. It's good. It's good for your brain. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's sick. I've never heard of either of those. Yeah, they're both, like, just, you know, small and cute and chill. Just yeah. like me. And support, yeah. Yeah, support indie games. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Mm. Big Dog, what you got? Mm. Uh, quick rundown. <clears throat> uh... As I've stated on the show before, I'm a, I'm a big documentary nerd, uh, so I watch a lot of those. Um, currently, I've caught up to, let's see, I watched the Anna Nicole Smith documentary on Netflix. Man, heartbreaking shit. Um, shockingly, I watched, well, I say I watched the, uh, the Hillsong Church documentary on HBO Max. Shockingly, uh, white dudes with power in a in a giant organized group religion situation are assholes and predators right (laughs) again shocking um and then i watched the house of hammer series about army hammer yeah and holy shit i did not know anything about his family and wow yeah uh again rich white dudes that have not worked out their trauma yeah, tend to be jerks. Interesting person. Yeah. I think yeah. the best way I could describe him is icky. He's pretty he's, icky. He's yeah. Icky. Yeah. He's fucking gross. Yeah. yeah. He's fucking gross. Um, I watched Bama Rush also on uh, HBO Max. Um, it is about uh, a select it follows a select few young women who are pledging at the University of Alabama. Mm. They're in pledging sorority. Mm-hmm. And you get to see all of the again, fucking gross things uh, that happen um, when when popularity is tied to yeah. that sort of shit. Um, so yeah, so those are that's that's what I have on in the studio when I'm just <laughs> just hang, really just hanging out, you, you know, know, chill, uplifting, right? But then uh, at night, feel good stuff, right? But then at night, I just play Stardew Valley until today. Oh, there you go. Okay, so worked I, I calm down. Uh, yeah, worked with a dude who did. He he went to Ole Miss for a year before he moved back to Lexington and transferred to UK. Oh. Greek life was, and specifically sorority life, was such a big deal there that they put bars over all the women's dorm windows over the third floor because they had had so many suicide attempts from girls that didn't get into the sororities they wanted to get into. And uh, that's, yeah, that's touched upon. Which is for sure. Fucking crazy. Yeah, that is touched upon in that doc. It's uh, it's something that too, like, you know, because I'm I'm the dad of a a 12-year-old daughter and I'm just like, nope, no college. Nope. (laughs) Don't even, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. No, it's really not. It's not. Not anymore. So... I just finished, and I platinum trophied, 
this super fucking weird indie game called Suicide Guy. It is Uh 24 different levels, and it is exactly what it sounds like. Um, But the thing is, it's... You're trying to wake up from a dream you're having. Okay. Um, okay. Your beer is falling. You need to wake up and catch it before it hits the ground. <laughs> and you have to go through these series of levels to die in your dreams to wake yourself up to catch your beer. Okay. It's done very cartoonish. The kind of best way I can describe how the main character looks is Wreck-It Ralph with a beard. Oh, my God. Um, okay. But it, it touches on everything from, like, Jurassic Park, Lord of the Rings, Portal. It is... But it's also... You, you talk about, like, brain stuff. There's... It's genuinely got a lot of good puzzle stuff in yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's very, like, it's cel-shaded, which already gets me, like... Sure. I, I love cel-shaded mm-hmm. games. When everyone was hating on Wind Waker in 2002, I was like, fucking bring it. <laughs> they look so cool. Um, and... Like, I just finished that. I probably total put four hours into it. The trophies were so easy to get. Uh, but, like, yeah, again, I talk about it, and, you know, you, you hear of a game called Suicide Guy, and you're like, eh. <laughs> You have to go, but hey. <laughs> no, no, hear me out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not what we think. That's good. Yeah. But yeah, that was a ton of fun, and I just blanked on the show that I watched that I wanted to say was good, so gonna look this up real quick and get him pulled up so I can get to his filmography. Get to <laughs> Beef! Oh, okay. The Steven Yun from Walking Dead, yeah, like yeah. his A24 show on Netflix. Okay. Very dark comedy. Okay. Um like there were a couple scenes that made me like uncomfortable, but overall it was still very. I mean, it was funny, and it was just like it was weird for me to watch an A twenty four movie that wasn't some like weird artsy farty horror movie. Sure, um, but I still really enjoyed it. Had a blast with it, and I just also really love Stephen Young. Yeah, Glenn from Walking Dead. He voices Invincible in the Invincible cartoon. He's in a movie. I did watch Invincible. But... Mayhem. Where he's in the office and they go nuts and have this big brawl fight thing. I've never seen a movie. Okay. This guy? That's fine. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> Chris just whipped out his phone and was like, look, this guy. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's been a lot of fun. And yeah, that's that's kind of everything that I kind of wanted to touch on. Like, that's been a lot of, like, good stuff. Uh Oh, I watched the documentary about the the disappearing Malaysian plane from a couple years ago. Yeah, dude, that's bonkers. Bananas. Uh, pretty, pretty sure a Russian shot that thing down. Oh, uh, Sean's fully convinced the pilot committed suicide. Oh, okay. that's why it depressurized so fast. Huh? Is okay. the pilot? It was suicide. Like he was suicide pilot. But yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's another theory that's put yeah. forth in the doc. Yeah. Um. I did watch that Brooklyn 45. Oh, okay. The, the, shutter? the shutter one. Yeah. It's all about this dude trying to reach his wife through a seance. Like, he hosts a dinner party and everyone thinks it's going to be like, hey, we're going to try and, like, you know, we're going to help him grieve. We're going to help him yeah. get... Nah, he just wants to summon his dead wife. <laughs> oh. um, but True. it's it's very slow, which mm-hmm. is kind of a kiss of death for me, but mm-hmm. I couldn't turn it off. Yeah, it was. I think it's like right at a hundred minutes, but it's Mm. and you know it's based like right after World War Two, so everything is like very. 
uh, everything is very 40s. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's, um, I'm also just, there's no other way to put this. I'm a whore for, like, bottle stuff. Like, just one setting the entire time. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Breakfast Club. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Truly, uh, like, you have to really, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't rely on anything else. You have to yeah. be like, we just have yeah. to talk about, our, you know, our plot and our dialogue and that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, I did see uh, Hateful Eight on 70 millimeter in the theater. Nice. So. Yeah, that's a good experience. <laughs> Hateful Eight's one of my funnier movie experiences. Again, you've heard this story. <laughs> yeah. Go see it. They're doing a 10.30 showing of a, what, three-hour movie? Mm. The first trailer starts. Projector overheats. <laughs> 45 minutes. They say, hey, you know, we're going to restart it. We're going to play the movie, but we understand if no one can be here until, like, 3 a.m. Right. So... um, Again, like, I'm I, I, I'm off work the next day. I have plans. Were with, you sick? No, I was not <laughs> sick. But I have plans the next morning at, like, 10 with oh. the girl I'm seeing. And she's like, well, just call me when you leave the movie and we'll kind of play it by ear. So I text her and I was like, hey, just so you know this is happening. She goes, okay, just call me when you get out. Mm. 3 a.m. Mm. It was almost, it is December and it is almost 3 in the morning and I'm walking through an empty parking lot. Oh, my God. The movie was fantastic. It's honestly probably my favorite Tarantino, but, like, there was that, like, split moment where I, like, got to my car, and I was like, was this worth it? <laughs> All is for a goddamn movie. <laughs> but you got the story. Yeah, I got the story. Story's yeah. good. Company for the movie wasn't great, but that's yeah. not something I'm going to talk about on air. Um, the, the only time I've, I've experienced a projector failure was during My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> With the judge who's not Ron Perlman that looks like Ron Perlman? Oh, dude. Car 54, where are you? Yeah. Come on, man. He's, God, he's a friend. so good. Yeah. He's, he's classic. But yeah, that's the only time the projector has snapped. Um, also, fun fact, uh, I, that same year, 1983, um, I got to see Against All Odds as a six-year-old in the theater because my mom didn't have a babysitter. Hmm. And I was like, what is this movie? Huh. Yeah. So again, therapy that leads you a little bit to, uh, you know, what I've been working on. Yeah. Um, you ever walked out of a movie? Yes. Yep. Twice. What were they? Well, actually, the first time it was Matilda, and my mom took us out of the theater because she was like, "This movie is mean." She just didn't. It was so upsetting to her that she was like, "I'm not finishing this movie." Oh. Because okay. all the adults in that movie were so awful, yeah. you know, yeah. to her. She was just like, "We're leaving." Whoa. Um, <clears throat> which I was I. I don't know if I've ever seen the end of that movie, actually. <laughs> I know how it ends, but I don't know if I've seen it. Um, and then myself walking out of a movie was, uh, what was it called? Project 42? Which was like this uh, like sketch. We went and saw it at the Dollar Theater. That, yeah, 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 yeah. We went and saw it at the Dollar Theater. And like my, we were just, my friend was visiting from town, but it was like kind of getting to the end of his stay and we were like running out of shit to do. Mm-hmm. My brother was like, let's go watch a movie, whatever, let's go. And we we're like, on the way and he was like just so you guys know this has a four on rotten tomatoes <laughs> we were like oh, okay but it's a dollar it's fine mm. but it was i mean we left like it was so bad we were it was like the four of us and then there was another couple in the movie and they left halfway through and we were like yeah this is bad but maybe it'll get better and it did not mm. it was well, disgusting it was on netflix and i watched it when i had the flu yeah and it was one of the best naps i've taken yeah yeah 
so bad. I was reading about it because there are so many. Did you have you know anything about it? No. It's like a sketch comedy movie. But it's I don't got, know. Like, huge A list actors. Richard Gere's in it. Hugh Jackman's in it. Dennis Quaid. Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, Michael. No, not Michael Sarah. Kieran Culkin. Uh, yeah. The 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 Gwen Stacy from the Easy A. What's her fucking name? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Emma Stone. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh. Anna Faris and Chris Dang, Pratt are Chris in Pratt. it. Um. I mean, it is stacked. It's okay. crazy. And it's like you're just like how did these people agree to be in this movie? But it turns out a lot of them were lied to. They were like, oh, it's going to be about this. And it was not about that at all. Fuck. And then a lot of other people were like, we want out of this contract. And they were like, absolutely not. Like, I mean, it's just like, they yeah, made damn. people be they, in this movie. And um, it is so, it just, like, it's trying to be the raunchiest. But yeah, then once they got like, once you get Richard Gere, once you get Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got Richard Gere. Sure, sure. We've got Chris Pratt, Anna sure, Faris, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how they got a lot of them was Damn. just like lying and bullshit. Um, yeah, I've walked out of three movies. Okay. Uh, Batman Forever, Last Action Hero, and the RoboCop reboot. Last Action Hero? Yeah. yeah. The RoboCop reboot and Batman Forever, I understand. But Last yeah. Action Hero? Yeah. Yeah. Just wasn't feeling it. That's fair. <laughs> You know what? I got better things to do. I, I kind of did. I was like, you know what? Nah. I'm, hmm. I'm good. Uh, Jarhead was... It's mm. the... Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I think there were a couple. Um, and shit. What was the Ben Affleck Superman where he played the actor playing Superman? Hollywoodland? Oh, yes. Bored yes. me to fucking tears. Yeah, where he was mm-hmm. Steve Reeves. Or not. Um, Jarhead was just Christopher Reeve. Well, the actor that played oh the the silent that, he that was, Superman. The, yeah. oh, he was, okay, he okay. was also a Reeves, I think. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, weird. So, yeah, just like you know, Jarhead suffered from Tarantino syndrome, where they advertised it to be a movie that it absolutely was not. Yeah. And then um, Hollywoodland was. You know, when they said the same director from L.A. Confidential, I was like, sweet. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's just hear Ben Affleck addicted to painkillers. Yeah. Uh, for two hours. Yeah. And then they, like, because the story's about the murder of that guy. Mm-hmm. And they murder him, like, 30, 45 minutes into the movie and show you who did it. Mm. Yeah. So I'm just like, Cool. And then it's just a flashback. What do we do? Yeah. You can <laughs> yeah. only show the murder. That only works for Columbo. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Agreed. Columbo reference? I've been watching a lot of Columbo. Hey, <laughs> it ties back together because guess whose first job directing was on Columbo? Steven Spielberg. <gasps> I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Well, there we have it. There yeah. Yep. And on that note. I oh, that. real quick. Uh, let's, before we wrap it up, let's do the question. Let's do the movie prop question. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you could have any prop from a movie, yeah, what would you want to own? You 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 have to be able to wear it or hold it. So no Batmobile. I was just going to no, say the I, Batmobile, yeah, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have, there's, there's rules. <sighs> okay, that's a very good question, but mm-hmm. I... Like, do you go, do you go sentimental? No. Do you go, this thing is just fucking cool? Yeah. Like let's we, we've thrown out a few. Do you want some of the examples we've done? Yeah, because like, of course, put on the spot. I've blanked on every movie my, I've ever seen. Mine is Luke's lightsaber yeah. from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like that, sure. that green one. Like that's right. that's what I would want. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 
Why am I blanking? I said you've probably never seen or heard of Anna in the Apocalypse. Uh-uh. Uh, one of them was a prior from that. Also, Sam's um, bitten into Sucker from Trick or Treat um. is up there. Uh, like, I would say Blade Sword, but like you can just buy a replica of that for 45 bucks. Yeah, but if that's the one that Wesley Snipes had, it's fucking bro. sick. Uh, Come on. Yeah. 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 If he stabbed old dude in the face with that one... <laughs> Still got the blood on it. That's the one I want. Blood stained blade sword. <laughs> Holy shit! But and also, wedge real quick before we leave the people. Like, what's what's a movie and a year that shocked you the most? Of like, like, give us a a, a rundown of something that may have like. All right, here's one. You know, here's Land Before Time, mm-hmm. and it was June whatever. Mm-hmm. Has there anything been like? Wow. This is way fucked up when this movie was happening. Oh my god, yes. Um, I mean, we literally just talked about it. Whatever kids movie that we just covered that came out the same time as Tiananmen Square was No happening. shit. Everybody's just like, hang on. Because it was, was quite recently. Holy shit. As soon as we record, I'm like, is that on my brain now? Um, wow. One, one yeah. moment, please. Oh man. Somebody talk about something else while I'm... Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, don't, I can't think of anything. Um, <laughs> I was just trying to get you to, to pimp the show. And, oh, thank and you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a very good one. Um, oh, yeah. Well, we just talked about Baby Geniuses and the whole Monica Lewinsky thing oh, came out at the same time. So that was yeah. that was a good time for everybody. <laughs> DNA talk all over the place. <laughs> all genetic altering. and <laughs> Yeah. Um, Fuck. Oh, no, it was, it was Batman 1989. It was, yeah, so yep. that, they're okay. making that movie and then, yeah, Tiananmen Square. Ooh, happening at the same time. Wow. I mean, it was a it was a bad, bad, uh, bad year. I mean, the Cold War also still happening, yep. you know, but winding down. So not yep. as not as yep. exciting, but and yeah. the, the dawn of the '90s, and it's uh, you know, some would say that you know that that '89 Batman that's the that's the adoption of the grim and gritty Batman. It's absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what Tim Burton said. He was like. I, I pioneered that shit, you know, yes. where everybody was like, let's make a darker version of this thing. Right, right, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So he's who we really need to be mad at, like, all of DC now about? Tim Burton? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. It's yeah. his fault. Well, it's the it's the prime example of, like, DC did it first in comics, but no one no one took that lesson. Yeah. Like, no one, no one realized what the real lesson was. They were like, oh, this made money, so let's do everything like this. Let's put everything through the Batman filter. Yeah. Yeah, when Man of Steel was like dark and gritty, I was like, "This isn't Superman." No, no, no. That's, yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Sure. All right, let's let's say our goodbyes. Bye. Meat wedge. You want to <laughs> pimp the show for a second? Um. Yeah. I mean, I I think I already have, but again, it's called replay, rewind. You can find it on all the major platforms. Just go search for it. Gotta pay we, the money for the true romance episode. Gotta play, yeah. But there's some there's some good episodes over there too. We've also we did the the first Scream movie. We've done. Other uh, Indiana Jones, other things. Um, we're about to do Tall Tale, if you remember that movie Ooh. from Yeah, what's the on the 90s. horizon? What's on the... Yeah, Tall Tale is coming up for July, and then the, the... movie going with it is Twister, so... Shit. Tall yeah. Tale, like the... Um... About... Yes. Oh my god, what's his name? Kurt Russell? Um, it's Patrick Swayze, oh, playing okay. Pecos Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, okay. So that's what's coming up for next month. Hell Yeah. <sighs> Uh, uh, really nothing uh, coming up as far as but local Lexington stuff July 27th 
Uh, me and the Six Bond Boards crew are going to be down at Al's Bar celebrating Iron Mike Sharp Day uh, to honor Vegas Posada and Lee G, who are now both gone. Uh, they're local uh, Lexington rappers who put out an album called Iron Mike Sharp. Hmm. Um, or they put out a couple albums under the Iron Mike Sharp banner, uh, but Lee G recently passed uh, a few months ago. So we're doing an official benefit for them, so all the live art crew is going to be out there. Very excited that yeah. it's not happening while I'm on vacation now, so I can actually be there. Yep, so, what's up? Yeah, man. But yeah. So yeah, that's all uh, July 27th, and then everything else happens uh, after that. Six bomb boards on Instagram, <laughs> Justin 3000 on Instagram. <laughs> give them a follow, give them a like, check out the shit. As always, <laughs> I'll be back next week. Yes, I'll be back next week. Sorry, we got the, the vacation shit and everything. Like, So I'll be back next week with Chris. So we're ready to tackle the world's problems in about an hour. Until then, my friends, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. And as always, we will remain your friends. Eaters of the Dead is the name of the Michael Crichton novel that the 13th Warrior is based on. With benefits. <laughs> <laughs>